Hey guys, um, welcome to another edition of Know the Law podcast. Um, my name remains Agada, your favorite lawyer. <laughs> um, on the show today, I have with me um, the Igbo or Lawson, uh, the uh, president of Lawson Virginia State University chapter, um, in the person of Mr. Benedict Ati. And today we will be discussing on um, Karma 2020 the effects and its change, the new things you brought into law, um, the new things you brought that repealed the um, law of 1990, that's the Karma of 1990. Uh, Mr. Benedict, you're welcome. Uh, thank you very much, Agada. Um, so I, I do know that Karma, Karma is Company and Allied Matters Act. Yes. And um, it was first brought in, I think, 1986, and then there was one that was in the main one was in 1990, yes. which we all know. Yes. And then um, we now have um, the one of 2020, which President Muhammad Buhari signed into law. Yes. Um, I know that the Kama 2020 enhances um, business. Yes. It gives like. Um, smooth running of businesses of course like a structure yes. and all yes. that you need to know advance the law to meet up with the economic realities of yeah. today yeah yeah right right yes so um without further ado um let us go straight into the business of today okay come out 2020 um i heard there are new things that it's brought i think about like seven things but we won't be going into the seven I think we should touch on what um, the people would need to know. Yes. Yes. What so, the common man. Yeah. What the common man would need to know exactly. <laughs> um, so please, can you enlighten us on the Kama Twenty Twenty? Of course, Agada. It would be my pleasure to do that. However, before I go into the new innovations or the innovations, so to say of Kama 2020, I feel it is important and sacrosanct to look at the historical evolution of the company's law itself. Because we did not just get to where we are today, there was some history to the law. So the history of uh, the companies and Allied Matters Act in Nigeria is basically um, divided into two. We have the period before 1912, and the period from 1912 to uh, up to the current dispensation or the current date. So before 1912, a lot of companies were already uh, operating in Nigeria, you know, because of uh, colonial, colonialization and all that, you understand. But then at that time, there was no indigenous law that uh, governed the affairs of these companies, you understand. Yeah. So basically, these companies were uh, governed by the laws of the countries from which they were originated. For instance, if the company was from England and was um, taking doing business in Nigeria, then the law of England, you know, the common law and laws of equity were governing that. But the first uh, companies act that we had was the company's ordinance. That is the first law, yeah. rather, was the company's ordinance of 1912, uh, which introduced the requirement of registration you know, subsequently, uh, in 1917, that 1912 ordinance was uh, amended to apply to the whole of Nigeria because the 1912 ordinance applied to only the province of Lagos. So we had major uh, reenactment in 1922 
1948 and then the major major ordinance or law rather mm -hmm. was the one in 1990 that is a company's decree yeah. it was a decree actually okay. that was passed by the military government in 1990 so subsequently uh, the company's decree of 1990 was reenacted and passed as an act of parliament uh, in 2004 yeah. yeah and up until 2020 we had the companies and allied matters act 2004 but between 1990 and um, 2020 or the current dispensation yeah. it was a very long time you know so uh, economic realities were advanced the modes of doing business were advancing and so the law that is the companies and allied matters act 2004 and the economic realities of the day were no longer consonant you know they did not they did not no longer uh, go hand in hand with each other because you know the essence of the law is to provide for the realities of day or the realities of uh, the particular dispensation, dispensation yeah. yes that we have and so it was portion to that that more than 20 i think 28 years after that is from 1990 mm -hmm. in 2018 the companies and allied matters bill was passed in the national assembly and finally i think in, on august 8 uh, 2020 it was passed uh, it was signed into law rather by president muhammad buhari and of course like i said the companies and allied matters act 2020 brings a lot of innovations to the law you know to advance the law and to make ease of doing business Businesses, in nigeria yeah. better you know to attract foreign investors so one among the chief innovations of Kama 2020 is the provision for single member companies. Okay. Most of us, we know a company as one or two persons coming yeah, together, coming together to, yes, to, to, form a company, to form a company, to yeah. advance their economic interest and <laughs> yeah. all that. But that definition, profit, yes, actually, yeah. may not necessarily be the correct definition of a company in the light of Kama 2020, because under section 18 sub 2, of Kama 2020, a person may incorporate a company, you know, mm -hmm. to carry out business, a private company to be yeah. precise, to carry out business. And the essence of this is that is to allow even uh, sole proprietors, you know, a person who owns a business alone to enjoy the benefits of uh, limited liability, you know, mm -hmm. the principal Salomon the Salomon, yeah. where the person is distinct from the company. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, that provision is very sacrosanct and important because at least it allows uh, sole proprietors to do business uh, alone, so to say, but still to enjoy the benefits which are uh, attached to having a juristic personality right. as a company that you own. Yeah. Yeah, and apart from that very beautiful innovation, we also have other innovations, and some of these are classified into the technological innovations yeah. you know from 1990 to 2020 was a very long time very very long i think that should be like 30 years 28 years oh, not to 30 oh, yeah, years 28 to 30 i know years, that exactly. in 1990 we did not even have personal computers we yeah. don't have the phones we have today we could not just true, browse true, the true. internet we wanted to at least 
I don't think the World Wide Web was even invented then. Nah, I don't think so. To, it was only uh, companies Probably like NASA, IBM that yeah. you know had access to computers. But right now, those computers that occupied the whole story building, yeah. it, can, it can fit into the palm of your hands. Yeah. So you can see the disparity between the realities of 1990 yeah. as at that time and the current realities technologically, so yeah. to say, of today. So there has been some technological um, innovations. And first of all, there is that requirement of um, electronic signature that has been recognized. I think under section 101, yeah. 101 of the camera 2020, electronic signatures have been recognized. In fact, the Evidence Act did that back, way back in 2011, under section 93, sub 2, recognizing um, electronic signatures. So, yeah. camera 2020 has done that too. And then, secondly, one of the chief uh, technological innovations of the camera 2020 is also uh, the provision for virtual meetings. I think we are all witness to what happened in 2020. COVID nineteen. True. True. <laughs> True. COVID- I know. I know that. I know that the 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 virtual meetings has to be a very good innovation. Yes. Just like you said, the 2020 um, the 2020 case of um, COVID. It yes. was. It really dealt us a major yeah, blow. blow. Yes. Yeah, it dealt us. You could just hide blow. in your own room without going anywhere. Yeah. You could just imagine that. You are the manager of a Fortune 500 company, right? And you can't see company. <laughs> and you cannot have meetings. Like, exactly. you don't know what is going on. You cannot exactly. uh, contact those other persons. Yeah. Because, okay, if you pick, pick a phone call, you cannot make it official. You say, oh, this is not official deliberation. Yeah. Because, of course, your articles do not permit this. You understand? Yeah, actually. But now, under Section 240 of Kama 2020, mm. it allows for virtual meetings. Yeah. If the articles of association... Permits the such virtual meetings. So I feel that is also a very important innovation, mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, that Kama 2020 has brought to us and in fact to the industrial and uh, commercial space. Yeah. Yes. And so apart from that, too, we have other technological uh, innovations like the requirements for. Um, Registration of Re- companies? Yes, registration of companies. So if you want to register your company, you can mm. do uh, electronic filing. For instance, yeah. if you reside uh, in Kyogen, <laughs> in a very remote area of Benue State, and you have to travel all the way to Abuja yeah. to do your filing. You know how stressful mm-hmm, that is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, on that camera, 2020, you can just pick up your personal computer as fast as you have network. Net- Kyogen. Yeah, yeah, but, that's, but that's the thing. You, you call Kyogen just now, and I'm like, my people don't know what Skyogen is, but yes, Skyogen is like a very local town in Benue. Well, Even me, I'm just hearing about it for it, the first time. It's a remote area, yeah. not really remote anyway, but just to drive the point. Uh, yeah, place. actually. Because but, I, I don't want anybody living in Kyogen to be, <laughs> to be offended. No, but I'm sure, I'm sure they will have like some form of network. Of course, uh, yeah. of course, they will. And this will be like glow. Yes, it's just to... <laughs> 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 I'm not part of that. It's just you know to um, drive home the points of what yeah. I'm saying. Yes, yeah. provides for electronic uh, filing, mm. and apart from that too, uh, you can you know respond. They can send you official correspondence yeah. through your email, like to yeah. be legal and official. Mm. You know, electronic correspondence. Yeah. So it has provided for all that too, and going further, the camera 2020 has also 
brought in new legal structures, business structures uh, that can be incorporated under the law. We have um, the limited liability partnerships. Yeah. Yes, and the limited partnerships. You know, the limited liability partnership is like a body corporate, though it is a partnership. Yeah. It is a body corporate that is it is distinct from uh, the partners who constitute such partnership. Yeah. I know such uh, apparatus for conducting business comes in very handy for investors, even foreign investors, and to give them like more options, you know, of the kind of structures they want to put in place and how they want to do their business. Mm. So I feel that innovation too is really important, you know, to bring in foreign investors because each economy can only strive where, you know, investors are willing yeah. and they are motivated, you know, to yeah. do business uh, in your vicinity, so mm. to say. Yeah. Okay, um, so um, there's this. I remember when they brought the Kama 20, um, Kama 2020. I like calling it Kama 20, anyways. yeah, it's Kama 2020. <laughs> but um, I remember when they brought the Kama 2020, yeah, and um, we had a whole lot of churches going gather. <laughs> it was a problem, yes, of course. I remember, I remember reading. I, I, I can't remember they where I saw uh, a law from the pit of hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw I saw that law from the pit of hell. Then I saw one. I, I can't remember who I saw. I can't remember where I saw. I think it was on this day or so. But it was one of the news um, paper um, um, producers, and I I came across a pastor saying that the the government. I I, I know the man very well, so yes. I know how he speaks. <laughs> so he's like, the government cannot take over. The judge, the judge. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I remember, I remember there was this guy. Um, I'm forgetting his surname now, but he's one Olumide guy. Okay. He gave not necessarily like a, he gave a, a very detailed analysis. Yes. On what the government or what or, the camera is the trying to do here, what the provision yes. was trying to do. So okay. I don't know if you can. Mm. Yes, yes. I feel. This, I this, feel. This, the outburst, you know, with regards to that particular provision, yeah. section 839 mm. of the Kama 2020 to be precise, yeah. was very much unfounded, and where it was founded, it was only mm. founded in ignorance, you know? Okay. Because most churches or most pastors or most adherents of whatever religion, mm. uh, when they heard, oh, the Kama 2020 gives uh, the government through the seats, of course, yeah. the ability to remove the managers, or in the case of churches, yeah. the incorporated trustees or such churches and to appoint interim managers, yeah. they went haywire without knowing the yeah, real provisions yeah, the real of the yeah. But in essence, section 839 of Kama 2020 basically says that where the managers you know of a company or the incorporated trustees of an ngo for instance you know trustees are classified under ngos in nigeria yeah where the incorporate incorporated trustees of the ngos mismanage the company or are guilty of fraud yeah. or for public interest the government through the um cac that is the corporate affairs, affairs commission. commission yes yes can remove the managers of the company and appoint interim managers mm. however it does not end there yeah for most persons who are criticizing the law they thought it ended there but it does not end there because the law is very wise you yeah. know 
whatever law that has passed through the stages of uh, enactment in the National Assembly and assented to by the President mm. must be at least to an extent very solid. So, uh, the government through the CAC cannot just appoint uh, interim managers. First of all, there must have been reasonable uh, evidence, you know, yeah. of uh, mismanagement of the property of the company yeah. or where the company, that is the NGO in this instance, yeah. is guilty of fraud, you know. And we are the the, comp, the government can also take charge, so to say, mm-hmm. of the company um, if it is for public interest, you know. But it does not still end them. First of all, the CAC cannot just appoint interim managers in the first instance, but it must be through an order of court. And you know, nothing is done in court without weighing both sides of yeah, the whole argument true. based on evidence. Yeah. So, according to section 839 of the Const- of the uh, Company and Allied Matters Act 2020, yeah. evidence must be, you know, tendered before the court to show that, okay, these are the documents showing mismanagement of the property of the company. Yeah. These are documents that show that, okay, this person used the funds of the company to buy jets for himself. Right. So, <laughs> so, evidence... I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, evidence evidence must be, you know, provided in courts. Yeah. And it does not still stop there. The court can do this if one fifth of the members of that particular company apply, you know, to the commission. Yeah. That's the CAC now. Yeah, the CAC, you know. So it is the members of that particular company who themselves I haven't given the leeway, you know, yeah. to back on on the CSO. Oh, there is some mismanagement going on here that we do not understand. Can you look into it? Mm. And the CSC too cannot just approach the court. It must be on the consent of the minister. You understand? So in this, in this, in this case now, um, it is termed that the minister is not the manager. Is that it? No, the minister. The minister is not strictly censor. The manager of the company, but the minister is the person who looks. Afterwards, at the head of the commercial affairs, you know, yeah, okay, of, okay, uh, okay. The, okay. of the commercial okay. space, yeah, so to say, of the NGO, yeah, which the, is the church in this case now. No, the minister in this instance, the minister is. I'm talking about the minister of the Federal Republic of oh, Nigeria. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, not the minister I'm, I'm in sorry. church. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, yes, you said, no, no, you no. want to say minister? I just took it that it was no, minister no, in the church. No, 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 no I'm really, church. I'm really sorry. No, really sorry. it's fine. It's fine. Understand? Because me too. I too. I was not there. You know, today have ministers everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, so I was not clear on that, but yeah. he's the minister of the Federal Republic. Federal Republic yeah. okay. Yes, and not uh, the minister in church. Okay, you know? okay. So it must be on the consent of the minister yeah. who would then give the seats to go ahead to approach the courts. Okay. And it still does not end there. Yeah. The interim managers who are appointed um, on the order of the courts yeah. after maybe one fifth of the members of the company has approved the CC yeah. who has in turn approached the court. Such Interim managers must not manage the affairs of the company for more than twelve months. So, which means, which means, um, if you bring in, if the government brings in those interim managers, it means that de- depending on what the um, um, articles of the association, yes, let me put it, let me use that word now. Okay. Depending on what the articles of the association says, it means that within the twelve months of their stay, they can have. If the article of the um, association gives um, provision, makes provision for a new um, team or a new manager to be brought in within that 12 months, it means they can bring in that 12 months, meaning that those interim managers 
don't necessarily need to spend their 12 months. They don't necessarily need to spend 12 months. If within that time, uh, maybe elections, so to say, are yeah. conducted and, you know, you have new board of directors and all that, yeah. you know. So in that instance, they don't necessarily need to, to handle the affairs of the company for up to 12 months or more. And to also allay the fears of most people. Mm-hmm. Kama 2020 has been uh, in place for, this is the second year running. Yeah, this is the second but year. But we've had no case of uh, any a church, so to say, being yeah, taken over being taken by over the, the government. government. I believe the spirit behind that is a section This is my personal thought. Now. Yeah. The spirit behind that uh, provision of the law is to checkmate the activities of some of these unscrupulous NGOs. You know, most of these NGOs they just spring up and it's okay. We are committed to the plight of. Uh, underage girls who are mm. being trafficked and all that they get funding from a lot of persons and from yeah. a lot of well-wishers and what happens they decide to spend the money however they wish, they wish yeah, so exactly. uh, the pro- this section 839 is there to you know to cure some of these defects so in other words have seen. so i don't feel less yeah so in other words the in other words the church shouldn't even be scared because it's it's not necessarily targeted at them at them it's for exactly. protecting them it's for protecting them yes. actually so that's that's i think I, I i feel like i feel like that's a very um good innovation it will just help because these days you, you find out that just like you said you have thousands of ngos popping up yes. and, they, and they use very delicate them delicate issues yes they tell you oh we are here for the IDPs, girl child um, idps and all that and then they get funding not just from people in nigeria yes they get from funding from outside yes. well it's because those people also have certain scenarios in their own countries so they can understand what a country like nigeria is going to they want to they want help. to like help, help. and then somebody just takes it and takes and his family like, to dubai while <laughs> exactly people are just here suffering exactly. in anguish exactly. and also so I, I i think i think just like you said is for the protection of the church Yes, so to say. Yes, so to say, we can, we can, we can, we can target that is for the protection of the church. Yes. Um. Let me not go. Let me not bore my my listeners <laughs> too much now. Um. So we, you've spoken about um, single member shareholding. Yes. Um. You've also spoken about um registration of companies, which is like, yes. which also falls under the technological innovations. Um. I. I came across a, I came across a law. I can't remember the section, anyways, but um, it says the Kama Twenty provides um, that a person shall not be a director in more than five public companies, and any person who is a director shall, within two years from the date of the act, resign as a director of all but five of the companies. I, I found out. I found that confusing, because if he says. It says that the person will resign from not all but five. Okay. So if I don't, I, I don't know if you if you can help us put like you know, your understanding <laughs> through. <laughs> you know the drafters of the law can sometimes want to show their technical know how. Actually, actually, sometimes actually. we do this in some should I say ambiguous language, you know. Yeah. So. The, what the law is basically saying is that a person, a single person, cannot be a director in more than five companies yeah. at a particular time or at a particular point in time. Yeah. So in any case, yeah, 
okay, you are a director in seven companies. Mm. Then what the law is saying is that within two years, right? Yeah. Like the camera was passed in 2020, 20, right? Yeah. But if you are a director in ten companies, right? Yeah. Before 2020, and camera uh, 2020 came into effect on August 7, 2020. So within two years. From 2020, yeah. that is 7th August 2021, yeah. 7th August uh, 2022, 2022, which means yeah. such places like that have just a few days to go. So yeah. you have to resign from all but five. So that means you resign from five and you left with five. Whatever number of companies that you are a director in that ex- exceeds the number five. Do you understand? Yeah. For instance, if you are uh, a director in seven companies, yeah. then you resign, you choose two and resign. You resign from the five? No, then... you don't resign from all of them. You just resign from two. Oh. So that it will bring down the number to five, which is the maximum permitted by law. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes, I get that now. I get yes. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes, it <laughs> yeah. makes more sense. All but five. It, so that yeah, is all but sense. five. You are only Actually, permitted to be a director in five companies. You know, I thought, I thought it was you resigning from... Five. No, 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 no. That was how I, I. If you're a director in eight companies, you resign from three, and you'll be a director in five, five, which is the maximum provided. By oh, so it's not like you've been a director of eight and you resign from five and you be director of three. No, ah, okay, that's, okay. That's, that, that, okay. That is the spirit. Okay. Of, um, know, I think, I think that's that's okay. Um, you've you've spoken so well. Um. Let me, me too, I want to quote law today. I want to quote one <laughs> section. So, section 843 of the Kama 2022 okay. also establishes a committee called the Administrative Committee. Okay. I, we've, we've, we've spoken about how the, um, the, I think that's 839 now, where the um, government through the CAC can bring in um, an interim um, yes, management. management. So this administrative committee now, um, because I know I read I read somewhere that they said um, the Kama of um, nineteen ninety did um, stipulated that there must be a secretary. Yes. And then the Kama of twenty twenty now states that um, top organizations can have a secretary or should have a secretary, but little small organizations now. It's, it's optional for them to yes. have a secretary. So, in when you come up with the administrative committee, I really don't seem to get. Are they saying an administrative committee for um, the entire company? Is it is the administrative committee? Are they still going to do the same job as the admin department? Let me let me use that word. That, that's what we use. Well, in the administrative committee yeah. that has been set up by Kama Twenty Twenty. Uh, is should I say a sui generis kind of committee yeah. which has been set up by this uh, the provisions of Kama 2020. Yeah. It is actually the administrative proceedings committee. And you know, Kama 2020 is uh, a new law, so to say, and like you, you talked about churches yeah. and ministers who are so agreed yeah. with some of the provisions of the law. So the administrative proceedings committee is just a committee that has been set up by Kama 2020. That would look into the grievances, you know, arising from the operations or from the imports of Kama 2020. Yeah. So, for instance, if you have uh, some fears or you have um, some misgivings about the provisions of Kama 2020, what you do is 
approach the administrative proceedings committee yeah. which has been set up by Kuma 2020 yeah. and give them uh, a lay of fears before them and they will look into that and give you answers or in case if there is even a violation we even prescribe um, of course uh, punitive measures yeah. for persons who are failing to you know to follow the provisions of Kuma 2020 but of course this uh, is a subject to the Corporate Affairs Commission. Mm. So that is basically what the Administrative Proce- Proceedings Committee is doing, or you know, that is the mandate that Kuma 2020 has given it. It is not with regards to maybe every company must have an administrative uh, committee. committee yeah. Yes, it's just a standalone committee mm-hmm. uh, set up by Kuma 2020 to look into the operation, you know, the grievances, the misgivings that may yeah. arise from the operations of Kuma 2020. So that is what that committee is. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we've exhausted all that we need to <laughs> we need to talk about today. But um, before we leave, before we leave, um, I've had a whole lot of people most times complain about um, the president doing certain things or certain office holders doing certain things. Now. This is outside Kama. We are done with we are done with Kama twenty twenty for oh, now. Yes. So, um, I've had like people complain about um, that. Ah, Mr. President does something and he just gets away with it. Um, nothing will happen to him and all that stuff. Um, we all know that there's a law that there's a law somewhere. They don't necessarily know where it is, but they just feel like there's a law somewhere. So, um, I would just like you as your Close, let me call this your closing remark now. Yes. <laughs> so I would just like you um, to tell us, is it that the president commits a particular crime and gets away with it, or he doesn't get away with it at all? Well, uh, first of all, there's a term for what you have described. Yeah. Uh, it is called uh, executive immunity. And executive immunity is a result or an import of the operation of section 308 of our grand norm, that is the constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria as amended, of Mm. course, 1999. Mm. So what section 308 of the constitution says is that no criminal or civil proceedings shall be maintained against the president, the vice president, a governor or a deputy governor within the time frame of, of their tenure in office. Mm. So which means that if um, I am Benedict Ate and I am the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. One day we'll get, get it. Amen <laughs> <laughs> to that. Amen to that. <laughs> Very good. So if I'm the president, then during my tenure as the president, yeah. you cannot sue okay, sue Benedict Ate. Uh, you decided you stole my chicken some time ago, <laughs> which of course is impossible yes, anyway, of course, but of course. just an example. Yeah, yeah you cannot sue Benedict you cannot expect me as a president or I as a president to wake up on a morning morning and leave and leave my bed and prepare for work and I'm told, oh, you are being subpoenaed to appear before the court. And instead of going to the office to attend to executive matters yeah. for the growth of the nation and yeah. busy in one magistrate uh, court. No, that is uh, for good reason. Mm. The law does not allow that. But it does not mean that I will get away with whatever I did to uh, Mr. Biamke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will yeah. not get away with that. When, after my tenure in office, he can maintain an action uh, against me. 
And of course, by then, I would no longer enjoy immunity as a president. So yeah. I would have to appear in court and answer whatever allegations that, you know, has been thrown up against me. Yeah. So that is the import of that uh, section. It does not mean you do anything and get away with it. Yeah. You will not. Yeah. When, but, you know, the practice of um, democracy in Nigeria is, is somewhat not straightforward. Mm. Because a lot of governors, a lot of presidents, they commit what I would term as a human crime, hum, crimes against humanity. Of course, we can you know, see, we can see what E.K. Query Maru is going of through course, right now. Of course, they so. commit such crimes against humanity, but after their office, because they use the power they had and you know, there's some leverage they have, and mm. they are not prosecuted for financial crimes and all that. But, well, I don't think the spirit of Section 308 of the Constitution is misguided. Yeah. It is just there to ensure that our democracy still works. Yeah. So. My my final statement is that it does not mean you get away with whatever you do, but when you are president, you are given the leeway to focus yeah. on executive matters. Yeah. yeah. Just like how they say, um, when you go to court as a lawyer, um, when you go to court as the um, attorney general of the state or the federation, even if you have your seniors there for the sole purpose of the fact that you are the attorney general of the federation or the state yes they must listen to your case first of because course you are representing the state you are representing the your, your office is both political state. and um legal or of judicial course. let me put it that way of course so um mr benedict i would like to thank you so much for coming um thank you for enlightening my listeners about the Kama 2020, even though we didn't go in depth, yeah, yeah. so much in depth. I know we, we went in depth, but we, we didn't go like so in depth. Yes. So um, I would like to thank you so much for um, blessing my listeners with your voice and your presence. I'm sure they can feel your presence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you very um, much, Agada. It was an awesome experience. You know, it's always a joy to share your knowledge. You know, true, and you've provided the platform for which I am so grateful. Thank you, thank you so much for coming. And with that, guys, um, we've come to the end of the, of course, my second episode of Know the Law. Um, I still remain your host, Agada, and I had Benedict with me. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for stopping by. Please do share um, this podcast to your friends and your family, even your enemies too. Your enemies could be my fans or my listeners. So please do share it to everyone you can share it to. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys once again. I will see you guys same time next week. Bye.